All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, we're going to get this thing cracking, and I'm sure I'm going to fuck this up, but I emptied space off of the people's iPad, so I am recording my ugly face while screaming into this Tesla. Well, I don't even know what fucking movie I started, but I'm sure it's going to be fucking terrible, and I'm sure I'll talk some shit about it. I have, seriously, gang, I don't even remember what the fuck I... I think it's Doctor Strange. Uh, we'll find out, but fuck it. Gang, we're going to jump right into it, and again, y'all know how I do it when I'm at work and I'm working out. Uh, whatever plays is whatever the fuck plays. And it, and kind of the fucked up portion is, gang, right as I'm sitting down getting ready to, to do this show, which was completely not on the books today, but I was like, fuck it. Uh, Fuckface Madison Cawthorn was on the TV as I was setting up. And again, I did it. I, I told you all about this asshole talking about there's going to be bloodshed. Again, he, he has lost the right. He has lost all latitude to joke like that. And I know, I know, I know, he wasn't part of the January 6th. Shut the fuck up. Yes, he was. Trump was. Fuckface Marjorie Taylor Greene. They were all connected, and they were all being investigated. And again, they'll be found guilty, but not a fucking thing's going to happen to him, right? But I'll tie in what the fuck, you know, Fuckface Madison had to do with that. But there was a YouTube clip. And again, Coach, I can't remember what the fuck his name was, but gang, he kicked off this bullshit. You know, no one has it harder than Christian white males, that they're the minority, that they're the ones with society's uh, boot on their fucking neck. And and again, uh, what's the Uncle Bobby saying? When you don't know what oppression is, you have to make shit up. And what you end up saying sounds so absurdly stupid. I am shocked that they let you off your leash when the sun is out. Again, if this is what you call difficult, I am so glad that you fucks are the ruling class. Because if you had five seconds, hell, of just my memories, not even my dad's, oh my fucking God, if you just had my memories, I, I bullshit you not when I say this. You fucking kill yourself. Because if you think this is difficult, again, snowflake much. But again, it's this whole, this unearned victim status. And this is why Trump was successful. Again, this is cult leadership. Hey, rich white people, you are in danger. I am the only one that can protect you from these shiftless niggers and MS-13. Right, you guys don't even know what the fuck MS-13 is. It's like Marx says, oh, I said a conservative buzzword. When it's time to talk about critical race theory, right? Oh, I was some Marxist socialist curriculum. Hey, fuckface, define Marxism. Marxism bad. Again, you guys don't, you just talking point after talking point after talking point. Okay, gang, it's actually, now I remember, I, I, you guys remember the Fantastic Four, the, uh, the the most recent one with Michael B. Jordan, gang? That was a a travesty. It's like, did you guys even bother to read a 
single Fantastic Four comic book. Because if you did, you completely buttfuck this storyline and not in a sexy, vibrant way. But back on topic. So again, it's this unearned victim status. And I've told y'all before, you run this joint, fucking enjoy it. But here's what makes you guys sound fucking stupid, right? When it's time to put the Ten Commandments back into a, you know, a, a court building or some shit like that, which, by the way, it's not supposed to be there. I told government buildings, shit like that, they are paid with tax money. And when they collect those property taxes, those checks, this is what they don't do, right? It's like, oh, that, that's the Muslim check. Uh, this is uh, the Christian check. This is the atheist check. No, they put that shit all in the same bucket. And now there's like, because they did, whatever this money is spent on has to be religiously neutral. Again, that first amendment that you guys love to bastardize, not only does it protect me from you, but it protects you from those horrible Muslims, right? Imagine how much you guys would fucking bellyache if something from the Quran was put up in a county courthouse, right? It goes across the board. But when it's time to get what you guys want, what do you guys always say, right? You always scream about how you're the majority. You should get your way. But when someone points out your fucking hypocrisy, what do you say? Right? You, you go from the majority and the ruling class to, oh, woe is me. You can't have, not, not, not anymore. I told you, I, I truly believe this is what people are calling new atheism. For once, you fuckers are getting just two ounces of kickback and you don't like it. So you scream victim class. Right. It's like, well, Robert, they're taking, you know, prayer out of public school. Hey, fuck face. It wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. I, we still gang. I see videos of of state reps, Congress people. I mean, it's scary. Uh, it was the last one was that uh, lady from Alabama. Uh, what what was her name? Uh, it fucked me. Gang, this is a lady who has taken pictures ne- next to people, you know, recreating. Uh, the, the the Civil War, except she was rooting for the wrong side. You know what I mean? And this is the person, and this is a common argument, they will pull out a dollar bill. And like, well, look what's on the dollar bill. It says in God we trust, which, shut the fuck up. Do you guys not even know the history behind that? Do you guys know that my parents, your parents, if you're around my age, they grew up in a time where in God we trust was not on the money. That was put on there in 1954 to combat the Russians, right? It, it was, you know, us versus them. Uh, God, uh, the Pledge of Allegiance. That was at it in 1954. All this shit is recent. But again, it's not supposed to be there. And so when you guys bellyache about your newfound victim status, again, you don't know how good you've got it. But again, when it's time to get checked, when it's time for you to face the music, you like to say that you're the victim class, but you can't have it both ways. You can't be the majority, therefore we should get what we want and be the victim class all at the same time, fuck faces, not anymore. But back to fuckface Madison Cawthorn. And they talked about that stupid ass threat he loved, even though his camp came back and said that wasn't a threat. Again, there's no other way, especially with the way this country is now, especially after January the 6th and you, when you're tied to it, you, again, if, if his point was 
if there's another voting uh, discrepancy, there was none. Fuck face. Get over it. Right. Well, what was it? Why are you living in the past? Isn't that what you guys tell us? <laughs> that shit was nine months ago. Get over it. But it's uh, what the fuck? Uh, again, you, you don't get to make those jokes about bloodshed. Right. Again, you come through Trump's speech on January the 6th. He did everything but say, go fuck shit up. You got to weigh your words more carefully. But again, this whole Christian white male bullshit under attack, gang, it is stoking a non-existent fear of the white decline. The answer is yes. Yeah. Will white people eventually be the numerical minority? Yeah. I think they. I think it was like 2050, whatever. But 10 bucks, you fuckers are still going to be the fucking ruling class. But here's, here's why I bring this up, gang. And it's the fucked up part, other than everything else I just said. I, I've seen reports on this on Fox, uh, online, all this bullshit, when they are literally begging white people, go fuck some more. We need more white babies. I've heard Tucker Carlson say shit like, we are going to be in the minority. Let me tell you why that pisses me off, gang. It means they know the shit is fucked up on the other side of the coin. They know they treat us like dog shit. Otherwise, what, 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 what's with the battle cry? Why go tell everyone to fuck without a rubber? They know they treat us like shit. Because if it wasn't that bad, if you wouldn't be panicking. You'd be like, oh, we're going to be the minority. Walk it off. But it's the panic behind it. It's what happens... You know what it is, gang? I, I've said this with other situations before. I hope someone treats you better than what you've treated me. Because, again, I'll let, I, I, again, I don't believe in karma or that other bullshit. But it's like, you know what? Yo, eventually shit's going to come back. And I hope people support you more than the support you've just shown me. Right? I hope, for the sake of my white family, I hope... When Mexicans take over, when black people take over, we're not going to. <laughs> I hope we treat you better than what you have treated us. This fear, this, well, the great replacement theory, right? You guys know that the shit is fucked up. And despite all the bullshit about we've given you people a black president, what else do you want? First and foremost, you didn't give a shit. He won in a democratic fashion. He was chosen to, he didn't do us a favor, in other words. Please do me a favor and go fuck yourselves. But again, I'm going to wrap this one up, gang, because I can go around this one all day long. But again, this bullshit that no one has it harder, no one's under more attack than white Christian males. You're not, again, you know what, white Christian males, I'm not even going to go so far as to say, switch places with a middle-aged black dude. Go switch places with your average everyday woman. Come down here to Texas and grow a vagina. Yeah. Yeah, you want to know what hard times really are? You've got no fucking clue. This country was built for you by people who look like me so that your monkey ass can stay on top. So again, to wrap this one up, again, you guys are very well aware. That one, you you are not the victim class. You just like to pretend. So again, you, you want 
all the pleasures of being the boss without having pain any of the cost. You want to know why there's a Black Lives Matter? You want to know why there's a Black History Month? We have fucking earned it. Please show me the systemic issues that you have had to climb up and over to get this special recognition. Again, you want what it is you have not earned. All right, gang. Uncle Bobby King out firing there, didn't he? We're moving on to another topic. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. Gang, Fantastic Four is on in the background. I don't even have the fucking volume up. And I can already tell you this fucking movie sucks ass. I mean, seriously. It's like they made a remake of Wonder Woman starring Keanu Reeves. You, you kind of fucked the whole shit up, right? Yeah, again, this is not Fantastic Four. It just is not. This is not. They stayed just close enough to the storyline to where you can kind of say it was a Fantastic Four, but the story is all kinds of fucked up. But moving right along, gang, I released a video in response to some Twitter shit that I saw. Oh, I talked about this already. And I'm going to talk about it again because I saw another fucking video. But the original one was about that dude at the fucking airport, right? Again, he's going nuts. And again, I just, I'm, I'm sick of it, gang. I really am. This dude posed an immediate physical threat. He pushed employees. He picked up one of those lines separating pole thingamapoppers. Again, 20 pounds, probably maximum. Doesn't sound like a lot. If he throws it from 10 feet away, it's going to crash into someone's face and fuck some shit up. And everyone just stood around waiting, you know, to release the newest internet sensation viral video with their name attached. And I got kickback. Now, I did get kickback. You know, you know, I'm not going to risk my life over a hissy fit and all. And you know what, gang? I can't argue any of that. Uncle Bobby's not saying you need to go in there and wreck shop. All I'm saying is we aren't going to get fucking anywhere so far as long as everyone wants to be the one to play it safe. Again, let's say there were 10 people filming that incident of those 10, all 29 thought that the person next to him was going to be the one to go break the shit up. And you know what? No one did a fucking thing. And then some fuck face forwarded me some shit saying, well, well, Robert, you know, he has some mental issues and he's a Air Force veteran. You'll never guess what? I don't give a shit. I really don't give a shit. Your, your, your status as a veteran is not a literal get out of jail free card so you can go into the public and fuck some shit up. Uncle Bobby is not military, but I am part of a military fucking family. You represent that uniform no matter what. They are actually held to a higher standard. Now, again, I'm clearly not the one to make fun of someone with mental illness, dealing with PTSD, any of that shit. And I didn't say go in there and stab him in his kidneys 27 times. But the man needed to be put on the ground so he was no longer a threat to other people. He was drunk, apparently was fighting with his girlfriend. And I told y'all, this is when I pointed out, you know, again, George Floyd murdered because of a fake $20 bill. And I said, this white dude goes nuts, right? And look what happened to him. And some asshole's like, oh, well, Robert, he's actually Mexican. Hey, fuckface, you're missing the point. But again, so far as long as everyone continues to stand around, gang, 
this shit's going to be fucked up. Now, I saw a video yesterday. And again, this is what hurt me, gang. This is what hurt me. It was planned. It was absolutely planned. Because the person who filmed this incident filmed it from the start. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a video going around. It looks like a high school cafeteria setting. And someone runs across the cafeteria, pulls the rainbow flag for our gay family, pulls it, tries to pull it off the kid, drags the kid with them. Now, I give one person credit. There was uh, someone like in a yellow sweater who followed and tried to break them shit up. This person failed, gang. This person failed, not their fault. And this person drugged the kid who was wearing the rainbow flag as like a cape, ripped it off this kid and threw it in the fucking trash. Now, I told y'all over Twitter, and I'm going to tell you right now on my fucking show, if Uncle Bobby was there, because again, all that matters, and again, it's one thing I've learned from my dad, you do what's right. Gang, I, I, I probably wouldn't have been there. I don't move like I used to. Uh, I'm a little bit older now. I may not have been able to stop him from doing that by the time I got to that trash can. But I promise you I could have gotten there in time and I could have got a hold to that homophobic asshole. Now, I'm not going to say what I would have done, but let's just say at the end, I would have had that asshole with his head in the trash can digging that flag out. And then I would have had him hand it in a very polite manner back to the kid. And the end of this story would have been, I'm so sorry. Now, gang, this is, again, my problem is no one's willing to do what is uncomfortable. You only change. You only evolve when you are uncomfortable. And no, I'm not asking people to go pull a Rambo, John Jay. I realize what I look like. I am a large black dude. People just assume that I can wreck shop. Turns out they're right. <laughs> but again, at 99%, uh, of all physical threats, for me, never kick off simply based on my looks. So, again, I'm not saying you guys have to go out there and be just like me. But you cannot tell me that this shit doesn't bother you. Again, there, there what was that video. It, it wasn't even in America. But this white dude is standing over these black kids and it's nigger this, nigger that, monkey this, monkey that. And one of the black teenagers, he had enough. And when it was his stop on the subway, he got up, handed this fucker a three-piece combo, extra crispy, hold the Coke. Knocked his ass out. And you'll never guess what. One, I was like, good for you. And then, of course, the comments were all the same, right? Oh, well, that's assault. Shut the fuck up. Again, there, there's a such thing as emotional abuse. I mean, we had this conversation on uh, Friday. Again, there's one thing that I will never apologize for, and that is when an athlete goes into the stands and kicks the shit out of your random fan. And then everyone always, you know, you know, they make millions of dollars to play a game. You know what? I don't care. I do not care. <laughs> I'm trying not to get upset thinking about the example, and I'm not even going to say it out loud here. But let me tell you something, gang. You can only hear so much how someone apparently ass-fucked your mom last night, jerked off on your sister's face, right? Your, your dad's a fucking faggot. You can only hear, I don't care how much you make a year, I don't care how broad your shoulders are, 
I don't care. You can only take so much of that before you go up in the stands and you whip somebody's ass. We're, we're human, just like you guys. Say one more word about my mom, it's going to be the last word you ever fucking say, Jack. And I'm not going to apologize for that. My point is, I think my point in saying that, <laughs> is like, when are we going to have enough? Right? It, it, this kid was being physically assaulted, and no one thought it was a good idea to step in over what some people will dismiss as a hissy fit. I just don't see it like that. And what was the one with um, the former Fox contributor, Michelle Malkin? It was a, another high school setting. The uh, uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Gang, everyone was standing saying the Pledge of Allegiance. There was a kid sitting, just sitting, in silent protest. Didn't say y'all are stupid. Did, did, just sat in silent protest. And then, and bullshit you not, some fucking kid in jack boots, cut off blue jean shorts, uh, fucking uh, flannel uh, long sleeve shirt tied around his waist, American flag t-shirt with an American eagle superimposed on it, and he kicks the chair out from underneath the kid launching the silent protest. Michelle Malkin's monkey ass said, you know, something along the lines of, you know, way to go, kid, and we need to pray for this patriot. Talking about the kid who kicked the chair underneath the fucker just sitting there. Gang, no one did a fucking thing. That video went on for like another 15 seconds. Why did no one stomp a fucking mud hole in that fucking kid's chest? Again, fine. You don't feel like you're physically capable. I'm not going to ask anything of you. But someone out there is. Again, no one taught my dad how to cut lynch black people down from trees. Do you not understand that lynching was like crucifixion? It was one, a sign of humiliation. And two, again, this is why the old Jesus thing is bullshit. Just in case you Christians want to know. The body was left out there. As an example of what not to try, right? Same thing with hanging. We're going to hang these niggers and we're going to leave them there until basically their head falls off their body. It's to set uh, a standard for all the other Negroes. You better be one of the good ones or look what's going to happen to you. Gang, my dad hadn't even fucking started shaving yet. What are you, nine, ten years old? Have you started puberty at that age as a boy? So, I mean... Again, was it easy? Fuck no. Was my dad petrified? Uh, yeah. My, my grandfather, the guys I've already told you about, was he scared? Hell yeah. But they did it anyway because it's the right thing to fucking do. There was a video of, uh, uh, oh God, was it a SeaWorld or something? Probably not because it was an alligator. But long story short, gang, the, the trainer of the alligator goes to feed her animal and you'll never guess what again it's kind of like people want to sit here and act shocked surprised when a tiger in a circus goes nuts it's like it acted like a fucking tiger right and so she's hand feeding this again here's an animal that has not evolved much since evolution fucking started 
That fucking gator clumped onto this lady's arm and started to death roll. If you don't know what a death roll is, gang, basically it's earned its name. You are either going to get ready to lose a limb or you're about to die or yes to both. Gang, a dude with no training in reptiles, none. Dude probably works at fucking office max. And he looked to be like in his early 50s. You'll never guess what he did. He jumped his ass in there and put his body on top of the alligator. You know what happened? She got away. And other than some scrapes and some bumps and bruises and having to buy new underwear because she just shit on herself, rightfully so, she's okay. You know what he didn't do? He didn't do what the other people did. Because again, this wasn't a security film. This was people sitting around pulling out their iPhones. This guy jumped into action and he saved that lady's arm and her life. So again, I'm going to wrap this portion up because uh, the big daddy of today is going to take up like nine hours of my time. <clears throat> but again, how much longer are we just going to sit around and watch fucked up shit happen? And like I said about those white boys, right? Again, I, I hope when you guys are the actual minority you are treated better than how you treated everybody else. What if that was your ass in the sling? Right? What if someone was kicking the shit out of you and you got 50 people around you? Would you like them to film it so they can put you on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? Who never saw what I saw? Guess what I saw today at Walmart? Or would you like someone to put their fucking cellular device? Did I say cellular device? Holy shit, gang. How old am I? Fuck. They're actually very old. <laughs> now that I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about it, gang. <laughs> Today's kids, you got no idea. I keep busting your balls about this. It, again, there was no iPhones when I was a kid. This would have been considered Jetsons. This would have been considered James Bond, Batman level shit. I'm talking on a microphone. There's going to be people in New Zealand who listen to this. I'm recording my ugly ass face on an iPad, and if I can get my shit together, I'm going to post it, and someone in Washington, D.C. can see me talking, <laughs> right? Again, in 1977, 87, if you would have told us what would have been available today, we would have cursed you for being a witch. We would have burned your monkey ass or dunked you in the water. Are you fucking kidding me? You guys have no idea how lucky you got it, right? My back on topic before I end this one out. Again, for all you people sitting here saying, well, I'm not going to get involved. Right? It was just a hissy fit. Well, to the people that are being assaulted, it's a little bit more than just your average everyday hissy fit. And they wanted someone to help them out. And again, I'm knocking on wood, even though I don't believe in fucking luck. I pray before God and former white people, if it's ever you on the receiving end of that ass whooping, I hope more people put their phones down for you than what you were willing to do for everyone else. Gang, that was a perfect ending, even though I'm still watching the world's shittiest movie. Gang, I'm looking at the clock, and I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. 
Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. Let's go. While the first one was melting down, I just peeped some shit. And it's about the fucking, my voice just cracked. It was about the fucking Proud Boys. Gang, these assholes felt it necessary to beat up a woman. Now, there's no need to get into fucking details on how and why. They beat up a fucking woman. Fuck me. Let's say there were five of them who did it. Right? You got five assholes sitting there, not six inches of dick in between them. Well, what kind of man puts his hands on a fucking woman? Now, again, call me old fashioned. I don't give a shit. And I told y'all, yes, I know. I've got more training than the average person. And you want to sit here and I told you about the only thing I can think of to where I think I would possibly do it. And again, possibly because I'm trained. If some, if a woman, you know, went after my mom with the butcher's knife. But here's the thing, fuck faces. Yes, I, even with the butcher's knife, I, my odds are a lot better than the average person putting that person down without having to fucking end their life. But that's irrelevant to the point that they put their hands on a fucking woman. And the reason why I'm putting this shit in there, because I talked about it with fuckface Madison Cawthorn, all this shit. These are the people that have been emboldened by Trump's rhetoric for the last four years. When are you fucks going to pull your head out of your ass and realize he's responsible for this shit? Now, did he create the Proud Boys? No. Did he create the Klan and the alt-right? No. But every single last one of these hate groups have said Donald Trump gets our dick hard. That Tucker Carlson is literally gay. Not just the most watched and most trusted. He is the voice of white supremacy. White supremacist groups have literally said, we can't get enough Tucker Carlson. Now, here's the thing, gang, and I've told you guys this before. If I found out that the message that I gave the ladies who come to me for self-defense if I found out that message was resonating more with the rapist, about to belch, false alarm. Wrong, mister, there's one. Hashtag unprofessional. If I found out that my message resonated with the rapist more than the ladies, I would do two things. One, I would vehemently apologize to every woman I have ever fucking taught self-defense to. And the second thing is, I would change my message. I would completely shut down and I would revamp what I said. Trump has been told that your words stoke hate. The Klan love you. Right. Oh, what did he say? When David Duke was sitting there saying, I touch myself while I listen to Donald Trump, the Klan loves his message. 
What did his monkey ass say? Well, I don't know who Donald, uh, David Duke is. Shut the fuck up. Everyone knows who fucking David Duke is. He ran for governor of the state of fucking Louisiana and came in like third. You know how fucking disappointing that is, gang? You shouldn't even be on the fucking ballot. And enough people voted for him to where he got third. But again, he's been told. Your, your words have been linked to hate groups. And it only made him stronger. So again, here, here you are with the Proud Boys. Beating on a fucking woman. Little dick. In, no, zero dick. Energy everywhere. Again, fine. I'm old fashioned. I'm from the South. What man, what man puts his hands on a fucking woman? You guys make me fucking sick, especially the ones of you who fucking defend these assholes. All right, gang, here comes the big daddy. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. Gang, I'm not bullshit when I tell you these things. First and foremost... Uh, here's a topic. How this world, how America views and treat women. Now, here's the thing. As Buddy coughs, I would say hashtag episode mood killer. But up to this stage, everything that the Q-tip done is pretty fucking cute. Even the annoying stuff. But gang, first and foremost, obviously, as a cisgendered man, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert. And ladies, if you hear this, and if Uncle Bobby fucks some shit up, I am all about the constructive criticism. At RC Read 40, at RC Read 40. Hit Uncle Bobby in the DMs. I'm simply giving you my vantage point from working with women and what I do for a living for the last decade and a half. So these are my views as my voice just cracked. These are my views. And again, as someone who pees standing up, I clearly have never walked a day in your shoes. So if I misstep, if I misspeak, correct me. I want to learn. I, I want, even if it's a hard lesson. The second thing I want to say, because some of the examples I'm going to give, gang, ladies, if I'm going to say something that's about to trigger a memory that, that you are not ready, and there's nothing wrong with this, that you are not ready to deal with, turn this shit off. Check tomorrow's episode. I'm sure I'll bash, you know, people who eat pizza the wrong way or Christianity. Tune in tomorrow. But if what I'm getting ready to say, or if you get two sentences in, and remind, turn me off. Turn me the fuck off. Thank you for listening, but turn this shit off. Defend yourself, even if it means defending yourself against what it is I'm getting ready to say. Now, gang, as I move forward, this is all tied. This is, and again, I'm going to re- keep repeating it, gang, because this is some draconian shit. This is all tied to how easy it was for this anti-abortion bill to pass. This isn't just I'm putting my stamp of approval on some shit. This is an underlying issue. Uh, Again, America was built on the back of trauma. And just because some fucker signed some piece of paper who said that fucking slavery was over, again, changing a law does not change an attitude. 
Gang, I still get called nigger. And I'm a 240-pound man. So no, it hasn't gone away. Gang, we have built a society. Again, for Christian white men. Not even Christian white women. This is for... Uncle Bobby's going to give you his opinion, basically, on how we got to this point. Is because how we have viewed women from the foundation hasn't changed. Yes, there's a female vice president. Yes, Oprah's a billionaire. Yes, all that shit. But again, please continue to focus on the one or two or the handful that, you know, kind of quote unquote made it, but you're going to ignore the foundation. This is where we fucking are in this country, gang. Now, I've told you guys before, the topic of porn is actually more interesting to me than the actual product for a million reasons. But one of the main reasons is, again, porn, at least before the tube sites became popular, was making billions upon billions upon billions of dollars. When you added the profits from baseball, football, and the NBA, you still did not get the one-year profits you got from porn. Now, the reason why I bring this up, gang, is because while I was at the gym, again, I'm on autoplay, and again, the YouTube gods, clearly they wanted this to happen. And I know, I know, I know, no one knows who Mia Khalifa is. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you do. I've been interested in her story for some time. Mia, uh, born in Lebanon, comes to America. She's already the odd woman out, right? Mia was a little bit heavier in her younger days. She was awkward. She was that quote-unquote brown-skinned foreigner. She spent her childhood getting shit on, and Mia was a little bit heavy. Mia goes to college. Mia starts, oh, you mean I have a choice? Right, I can eat chicken breast and vegetables. Gang, she lost a like I think because I remember listening to her interview with Lance Armstrong. She lost a third of her body weight. And she's just one of those genetic freaks. So she got fine literally overnight. And Mia went from no one knows who my name to finally getting male attention for the first time ever. She's like, oh, this kind of cool, <laughs> right? Well, since she lost a lot of weight really, really fast, and apparently she was kind of a top-heavy woman anyway, according to her, her, her boobs just deflated. That It was, you know, rocks and tube socks. So Mia saved her pennies, and you'll never guess what happened. She got a boob job. Now, Uncle Bobby's not going to lie. Uncle Bobby has seen the end result. And I'm going to quote noted historian and philosopher, the collector from Avengers Endgame. Her tits, they are magnificent, magnificent, magnificent. They look fucking fantastic. So she got a boob job and now she's getting even more male attention. Well, she meets a suitcase pimp. You know what those are? Those are the guys, normally guys, who basically trick unsuspecting women into getting into the porn industry, right? Hey, here's my business card. You're really attractive. Would you like to do some modeling? Next thing you know, you show up, there's five black guys with 17-inch dicks, and they're all going to rail you. Now, again, this I, I said this in another episode, so go, go listen to that. I'm not going to get too deep in it. Me is one of those 
who did not have a good time doing pornography. I'm not going to debate her. That is her story. Look her shit up if you're that interested. But gang, the reason why I bring up Mia Khalifa, Khalifa is there was a Christian on my YouTube channel. Because again, she just got married two years ago. Her marriage didn't last two years. She's getting a divorce. I got no jokes about that. I've been through a divorce. They fucking suck. Right? And Mia's reasons. False alarm. I thought I was about to belch, gang. Hold on. Let this one sit and marinate. Nope, it went away. Mia's reasons are Mia's reasons. Right? This guy doesn't know Mia Khalifa. He even admitted, I don't know her. Your reasons are your fucking reasons. But let me get right to it, gang. First and foremost, you fucking Christians. You're sitting there so self-righteous. Don't watch porn. It's bad for It's what it does to your brain. Hey, fuckface, how'd you know that was me and Khalifa? Right? It's like what I said about Brandy Love. I do not agree with Brandy Love's politics. She is a Trumplicant. But Brandy's real name is Tracy Livermore. That is the single most unsexy. Can you imagine screaming Livermore while you're busting a nut? You can't do it. Y'all remember what I said about busting nuts? Say, Shazam! I couldn't bust a nut while saying, oh, yeah, Livermore, give me some of that. I couldn't do it. That's not a sexy name. But she went to a Turning Point USA conference. The, the unforgivingly uh, fucking conservative think tank found it by one Charles Tiberius fuckface Kirk. She went there as Tracy. Her name tag said Tracy. She was wearing an outfit that you would see on any soccer mom on any giving Saturday, sitting there with what you think is Gatorade in a bottle. Wrong, mister. It's wine. So she can sit there and act like she's interested in her kid playing a fucking soccer game, right? She shows up at the conference so she can go and praise Donald Trump with the rest of the Trumplicans. Her name tag said Tracy. They recognized her and they kicked her out. Then they did all these videos about how immoral porn is. I'm like, hey, fuckface. Because it's not like she sat there and some dude was like, oh, let me see your name tag. Hey, Tracy, this is a great speech. Don't you think so? Hey, I'm actually not Tracy. My name is Brandy Love, the porn actress. You want me to suck your dick? No, that's not what she did. You recognized her and you threw her out. How did you know that was Brandy Love? And so this guy's going on about Mia Khalifa. Let me get right to it before I go on another nine hour long rant for no fucking reason. And it's, again, he does not know her story. And he was saying, this is why Mia got a divorce. And gang, I lie to you not when I tell you, this is the shit that they told my generation. They told the girls my age. And then they turn around and told the boys. The reason why, again, he doesn't know her. The reason why Mia got a divorce, basically, is because she was a whore. And he was talking about, hold on, I got it in my, my notes here. No, hold on. Oh, that's right. Okay. Hey, YouTube now gets to see. Hold on, YouTube. Show notes. Yeah. 99% of this is on the fly, but Uncle Bobby's got a template. So, again, I hope and pray before God and four more white people, I can figure out how to load this shit up, but let's keep going. But he was like, the reason why her relationship failed is because she had so much sex 
with so many different guys. Now, when a woman has that much sex, she loses the ability to form uh, meaningful connections. Okay, gang, again, I, I played college football and spent, if you fart three times consecutively, gang, that is longer than the amount of time I spent in the NFL. But but I signed a contract and I saw some shit. I did. Again, a, a guy can go have sex with five girls all at one time. The biggest stud ever. One of those five girls let everyone found out that you fucked that dude. You're the biggest whore on the planet. And he sat there and he said she could not form a connection because of what she did for a living. Gang, whether he realizes it or not, he is placing Mia's worth with everything that's between her legs. She's more than just a porn star. Right? But again, does anyone actually think Sylvester Stallone is Rocky Balboa? They're separate. Right? And again, and so to, to come back to what they taught us as kids, and I even got, hold on, let me, gum, shoes, and masking tape. Right? And yet, first they would tell the girls this, then they would turn around and tell the boys. Right? And it's like, well, okay. When you buy a pair, when you wear shoes, wouldn't you rather be the only person to wear those shoes? Everything is new and crisp. How many of us? I know I did. You you put your 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 face in the shoe so you can get that new shoe smell. I fucking loved it. Probably why I'm crazy as shit. I'm sure there was some chemical in there. But and then they would say, "Well, girls." Do you really want to be those pair of shoes that have been worn by 50 different people? How bad does that shoe smell? The sole is worn out on the bottom. The shoelaces are severed, broken, because they've been pulled so hard so many times by different people. Then they would turn around to us boys and say the exact same thing. Do you really want to put your feet in a pair of shoes that 50 other people have worn. Don't you love that new shoe smell, <laughs> right? Do you want to put your feet in some shoes that smell just like rotting gar? That is how we view women as breeding stock, as in what can you give a guy sexually? And the dude is even talking about, you know, Basically, she was there to please her husband anytime he wanted to and all that other bullshit. But because she's been railed by all these other dudes, right, she's not able to do that, you know, in a good Christian manner. And some of you right now are shaking your fucking heads. But here's the thing that you guys need to know. On paper, we are not a Christian company. Company? What? Yeah, country. The way we act, we are. And that puritanical Christian standard is why he's trashing Mia Khalifa. And when I say he's trashing Mia, he's trashing all women. Because he was even mentioning his wife. And basically, he's the only person who's ever had sex with her. Again, if that's how you want to get down, fine. But your standard isn't everyone else's. And this bullshit that, that women can't make meaningful connections after having more than like, Fine, five, ten. I don't who get pick your number. 
Shut the fuck up. And the other one was gum, right? First they tell the girls, then they would tell the boys. But to the boys, they were like, do you really want that piece of Wrigley Spearmint that 25 guys have chewed? You notice how it doesn't have any flavor anymore? Wouldn't you be rather be the first person that piece of put that gum in your mouth when it's fresh, it's nice and sweet? This is what they taught us, gang. And by us, I mean lots of us. I'm in the South. I'm in the Bible Belt. I've never left this fucking place. A woman's worth is what is between her legs. That is why Texas was able to pass that fucking law. And the last example, gang, is masking tape, right? You put a piece of masking tape. You break it off. You put it on one surface. You pull it off. You put it on a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth. And this is what they're talking about, how women can't form meaningful connections after X amount of sexual partners. After you peel it off 25 other surfaces and you stick it on that 26th surface, is it able to stick to anything? You know, we boys say, well, no, of course not. Well, that's what happens to a woman. She loses her ability to form meaningful connections because she's pretty much had so much dick in her. This is not rare thinking game. This is why we were able to do what we did in the state of Texas. Florida's not too far behind. A woman's worth is what is between her legs. That is it. I told you. Deuteronomy. Uh, hold on. Verse 23. Chapter 23, verse uh, 28 through 29 and 30, I believe. Again, if you rape a wife, again, shut the fuck. Don't tell me I took it out of context. Go fuck yourself. I read well for a black guy, right? If you rape a virgin, it is not a sex crime. It is a property crime. It is a you break it, you buy it clause. That's why <clears throat> you have to pay the father 50 shekels of silver. He can no longer fetch a proper bride price because you have taken the only thing that's valuable from that girl. That attitude is still today. That's why we turned this state into the fucking handmaid's tale. A woman's worth is what's between her legs. That's what he said about me and Khalifa. That's what they taught all of us. So again, it's all kinds of fucked up. Another portion of this story, again, Uncle Bobby just needs a drink. You want to know why he's a little bit pissed off about this? Unscripted, so I'm not going to hashtag that one. One thing I've also learned, gang, women can be women's worst enemy. I train lots of uh, family law attorneys. That is, so if you don't know what that is, gang, that's not just who gets custody and shit like that. Sex crime, stuff like that. You end up in these people's court, right? And I remember two lawyers in particular who sat there and they told me when it's time for jury selection, I'm about to belch, I'm about to belch. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I am. There it is. I just belt. Hashtag unprofessional. So gang, and they would tell me when when we find out who's in the jury, 
for, for this rape case. And when they look up and they see it's majority women, they're like, Robert, we already know we're going to lose. But when you look up and it's like eight guys and four women, said it's not a guarantee, but our chances of winning this case, because they represent um, the, uh, take a look. They, when they represent uh, the rape victim, there's a, we, our chances of uh, winning this case just increased. It's like, it's like, Robert, women tend to hate other women in this fucking case. Now, there's another story. There's someone in my professional life who, let's just say, used to work in an incredibly male-dominated field, right? All right. <laughs> and there's, let's just, I'm trying not to give away a lot of details. Let's just say there's a very stringent internship kind of, you, you got to earn your keep. Right. Again, very male oriented. And she and I have talked a great many times about the Me Too movement. Uh, it was 100 percent necessary. I had to check my goddamn self. Gang, I apologized. I did. So I was like, oh, wait, that's bad. And I've said it before, not just with my white family. If you were white in this country, you were raised to be racist, whether you realize it or not. It's in our foundations. It just is. And yes, it's a lot more than just calling me a nigger. Same thing with guys. If you were born and raised in this country, you're a misogynist. Congratulations. This country was built on fucking misogyny. And you, and you got to find out, like, again, it's like, oh, my God, I didn't know that was bad. So now you got to check yourself, right? So me and this lady have had a great many passionate conversations on the Me Too topic. Now, in a very male-dominated field, as I cough, she was telling me, you know, well, Robert, they made sex jokes all the time. I, I get my ass slapped all the time. I, I'm tired after, you know, we did, you know, this thing professionally. And they're like, you know, we're just going to go to the bucket naked club. She was like, well, I don't want to go to the bucket naked. And there's like, yo, everyone's doing it. You got to come along. So she went to the bucket naked. Gang, basically, she's one of those who shuts the door after she gets in because her attitude was, well, Robert, I went through it and it wasn't that bad. So, you know, kind of quit complaining about the me too stuff. It's just a part of the game. Look here, gang. Let me tell you something about this right here. I I'm nobody's prude. No, I'm not. I think the safe place to start, at least professionally is neutral. Now, if Susie Q tells you that she's okay with certain types of humor or whatever the fuck, don't listen to Uncle Bobby. I'm not an employment attorney, right? But again, I think the best place to start is neutral. And then when if it picks up and they're like, I don't give a shit about, you know, sex jokes or, again, you figure that out with Susie Q. But to sit here and say, again, it's that good old boys kind of club mentality, Right. This is the way it's always been. So, God damn it, this is just the way it's going to stay. And she was like, yo, I went through it. Fuck it up. Suck it up. You know, you go through it. Okay. Again, first and foremost, I don't believe this person for one second. I actually think that kind of behavior actually bothered her. Because I've seen this person crumble under lesser circumstances. But let's say she's right. It didn't bother her. It doesn't mean, one, that it was right. And two, it does not mean 
that the generation after you should have to endure the same bullshit. And so kind of my point in telling you guys that is, it's just kind of the shut up and take it mentality. This is why we are where we are. This is why Texas passed that fucking law. It's we know better for you, Susie. Right? Everyone else is going to go through it. You go through that shit too. And I don't agree with that. Right? Uh, you know what, gang? Before, <laughs> again, I can go on for hours on this shit. This is like my third episode on the abortion ruling. But gang, thanks to the world's greatest fucking DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained again. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix again. And I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth. black again all right gang uh the youtube gods i think will be satisfied uh i haven't run out of space here so yay but gang as i jump back into how it is we view women i, I want to take a quick side note uh frank fuckface frank turk you know put out some bullshit on twitter and my response was basically not basically it was why is frank turk considered intelligent then of course some goddamn christian shows up to defend fuckface Frank Turk, and in typical Christian fashion, they tapped out. This is why they win all the debates, right? When they're questioning, and I'm sitting here, I'm looking at the responses to this person, and no one's calling this fucker a name or anything like that. It's just, yo, I'm looking at, as I'm staring at my iPad, the responses are just like, yo, explain this, Jack, explain that. So he just tapped out. Typical fucking Christian, right? It's like, yo, you do really think that the world flooded, right? Are you serious? There's no scientific. I don't want to turn this into a debate. That's why you're a fucking Christian. <laughs> but I'm going to be back on topic. So, gang, again, the previous lady, again, just because you went through this shit doesn't mean it was right, and it doesn't mean other people should have to endure the same. Maybe it's time to fucking change, right? Things change. People evolve. Laws change. Attitude. Again, fuck me. What is wrong with a little bit of fucking change? But this is where we are. This is why Texas was able to do what it did. It's how we view women. Now, gang, here, here's one of these. I can't remember the name of the documentary, but it was interviewing people when it was Hillary versus Donald Trump, right? And again, like my friends who are family attorneys who sat there and told me, Robert, in our experience, women hate other women. Seriously. Apparently, according to them, when a guy hears, you know, she was quote-unquote dressed provocatively, that she was asking to be raped, the guys are normally ones who say, shut the fuck up. She should be able to walk into that bar butt naked and still be safe. 
She said, Robert, when it's the women, it's like, wait, wait, she was wearing a mini skirt and come fuck me bumps. Oh, she deserved that rape. Right. But to this point, gang, I'm sitting here watching this fucking documentary. And it was like Spike Lee when he did the whole uh, Hurricane Katrina shit. Uh, not Hurricane Katrina, uh, Barack Obama. Right. Are you ready for a black president? And the answers made you throw up. And they were based. It wasn't. Is she better qualified? It was one question. Are you ready for a female president? Okay. Guys saying this is one thing. It's just fucking stupid, right? But gang, the number of women who I saw say one, well, this is a man's job. He's like, wait, shouldn't it be just a better qualified person's job? It's like, no, no, no. The president's a man's job. Everyone knows that. Right. But gang, it was the women. It was the women who said, well, you know, she could, you know, get her period and just start a war out of nowhere. And I'm glad that the interviewer is like, you realize we've had nothing but male leadership since the dawn of time. And all wars are started by men. You know what their response was? Well, well, she can just catch her period. Again, her worth comes down to what goes on between her legs. Again, it's like me rooting for the Klan or Larry Elder, right? Again, what kind of black man would I be if I supported a self-hating black person like Candace Owens, like Jesse Lee Peterson, like the Hodge twins, right? And so when you hear a woman, gang, I know women who sit here and tell me, Oh, God, no, I'm not a feminist. Absolutely not. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, did I pronounce the word wrong? <laughs> right? I, how are you a woman and you don't support feminism? Again, it's like a black person that does not support Black Lives Matter. I don't understand that. But this is how we view women. This is the way it's always been. This is the way it's always going to be. Just shut up and take it. This is why Texas was successful in passing that fucked up ass law. Now, gang, the last one is the big one. And this is what I'm talking about when I say, if you are not ready to hear this type of shit, please turn this off. Seriously. Hey, you made it over an hour. Congratulations for putting up with my shit. But if what I'm getting ready to say hits home a little bit too close, turn this shit off. And if you are a rape survivor and you still need help, RAIN, R-A-I-N, RAIN.org. That is the National Rape Crisis Hotline. They can help you. I'm just some drunk guy talking shit while watching the Fantastic Four. But gang, I bullshit you not. First and foremost, I always say, I learn more from the women I teach self-defense to than they could ever learn from me. Uh, It has literally changed the way I see the world and in all honesty, how I view myself, my daily interactions with women. Again, it's like I had no idea that that was a a wrong thing to say, a wrong thing to do. Now I do. Like I told you, I've had to issue apologies, gang. I have. It's like I'm so sorry. I was ignorant as fuck. Doesn't excuse it, but I'm offering you my apology. I am sorry. 
But the, the shit that I've learned, gang, <laughs> in, in my time as a self-defense teacher, if I had a dollar for every single time a, a woman has literally asked permission to kick a guy's ass, I wouldn't have to work anymore, right? And again, I've said it before. This is not misogyny. This is biology. Men have more testosterone than women. That's going to make us bigger, faster, and stronger. And like every other self, hold on, gang. Just going to take another drink. And just like every other credible self-defense teacher, I I teach weak spots, vulnerable spots, pressure points. Because even if someone is half my size, oh, let me look at this. Okay. Even if someone is half my size as a guy, he is still twice as big as the average woman. And so women, if you hit a guy in his chest in a big, meaty area, all you've done is piss him off. So... I just built hashtag unprofessional. So I always tell them, you go for pressure points. You go for weak spots, right? Gang, the number of times. Here's a little note. Ladies, write this one down. Your attacker, statistically speaking, you know him. You grew up with him. That, that was your fraternity brother because you're in the sister sorority. They, you, you, more times than not, you're going to know your attacker. And I tell the ladies all the time, John will cease to be John and John will become your rapist. And you have to separate yourself from that emotional attachment you have from John. Because that dude, he's out to lunch. This is how you get a physically superior uh, opponent to to submit. And when I show them the pressure points, when I show them small circle shit for pain compliance, Gang, more times than not, I have been asked, is it okay if I do that? I mean, first time I heard that, I had to hold back tears. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're you're, you're allowed to hurt somebody. And and now it's so much, it's a part of my self-defense seminars. It's like, this society has done you no favors. This sugar and spice and everything nice bullshit, you know, when a woman's opinion is wanted, you know, we'll give it to her. You sit cross-legged, you please your man. What? That's the mentality. That's why we are where we are. Again, I, I literally have given women permission to kick someone's ass. That's trying to hurt them, right? Again, there was one moment where, ah, oh, this one's going to hurt. <laughs> there were two girls going off to college, Right? Their parents found out what I did for a living, found out my reputation. It's like, you know what? Before our girls go, we're, we're going to sign them up for some self-defense lessons. Now, gang, I, I never scream it, but it, I'm, I'm being honest with them. Right? And it's like, yo, and these girls are like 18 years old. Not their fault. Not at all. It's society's fault. I truly believe that. One of the things I tell the women that I train is if he can paralyze you, With his words, he can do it with his hands. Gang, you may or may not be surprised to find out, at least in my experience, they get you with their words first. And I don't yell, but as a point of an example, it's like, 
You got to understand something. When you use these techniques, it's always going to be times during under times of stress and duress. Be it physically, he hits you, or emotionally. And it's like, now I'm looking at my YouTube audience. Hopefully I can fucking launch this one this time. It goes like this. Again, John, you know John. Ten minutes ago, John was the kindest man you've ever known. But now John is saying stuff that you didn't think was in John's heart. You fucking whore. You fucking deserve this, you slut. Right? I'm going to fuck the shit out of you, you sack of shit. Now, some of you, because you're in a calm situation, are like, what's going to be the problem? Gang, those words paralyze. They cut you to your core. Right? Now, back to these two little girls, and again, not their fault. But I was telling them, you're going to have to be used to words like cunt, whore, slut, pussy, and a shit ton more. Gang, I lost those little girls. They never came back. And I, the moment I said those words, I could tell that they, they weren't used to hearing that. And again, it's it to me, it's that sugar and spice and everything's nice. That's why now that's in my self-defense seminars. It really is. It's like you get used to the worst language fucking ever. Every morning you wake up and you call yourself a fucking slut, a whore. Get used to those words. You'll recover from the punch a lot faster than you will the verbal assault. I couldn't be more serious. But again, to tie it in, this is why Texas was able to do what it did. What a woman is worth is simply based on how she can please a man, what she can give a man, what's between her legs. That last story, gang, yeah, just another unscripted drink. That last story to me sums it all up. They were paralyzed by my words and I was in a safe spot. But to me, this is what we've taught women. This is why when Greg Abbott passed that fucking bill, he put his name on it. And what, four days ago, it became law. It's one thing for a bunch of dick slapping assholes to sit there and say he did the right thing. Greg Abbott has female support, gang. Women saw what he did and said, hell yeah. Again, that's like Candace Owens. That's like Larry Elder and Jesse Lee Peterson. Self-hating black people. And I will never understand the mentality of a woman that cheers for the suppression of women. Because that's all this is. That is all this is. And again, one more thing before I close this out, before I turn this into a nine-hour show. And I'm going to do this on the sign-off. I don't think you assholes know what pro-choice means. If you piss on a stick and you realize that you're pregnant and you think this is the greatest thing for you, you can do it. And you don't need my permission. I'm not a part of the equation. If you piss on a stick and it turns out, yo, there's a tenant in this apartment who's not paying any rent, I'm kicking this fucker out. That's on you as well. And you don't need my permission for that. That's pro-choice. But again, this law was passed 
because how it is we view women. And again, nothing screams you are nothing more than breeding stock like this draconian ass law. All right, gang, I didn't mean for this show to last this long, but it did. Gang, Uncle Bobby is giving you a fuck ton of problems, but Uncle Bobby loves you. So as a result, he's going to give you a fuck ton of solutions. First one up, thinking that no one has it harder than white Christian men. Shut the fuck up. Again, you run this place. Again, you know, I'm not even have to go that far that dramatic and say switch place with your average everyday black person. Again, grow a vagina and come to Texas. Again, when you don't know what oppression is, you have to make shit up. You guys have no idea how stupid you fucking sound. And you don't know how fucking hate-filled you sound when you sit here and you worry about you being the minority. That means you know how bad it is on the other side. But you want to tell us to get over it. Suck it up. You know. You know. That's why Fox News and all the other fucking outlets, right? They go nuts, right? White people have fuck fest 2020, 2021, 2022. We got to up our numbers. Again, if you ever find yourself truly, at least in the, I almost belched. I'm not going to hashtag that one. Got to stay consistent. If you ever find your, you're, you will be the numerical minority here in this next several decades. You will. But if you ever find yourself in the power minority, I truly hope we treat you better than what you've treated us. Next one up for people who just stand around while other people are being hurt. Shut the fuck up. Again, just like I told my white family, if it is ever your turn, I truly hope more people put their phone down and act for you because apparently you aren't willing to do it for them, right? Someone has to be the person to take a risk, right? Everyone wants to be a superhero, but no one wants to get their fucking hands dirty, right? Congratulations. Your video made TMZ. Right now you're an internet sensation. You can quit your day job. Now you can just be a YouTube content creator. Yay. Well, guess what? Someone just got their ass kicked. Right? There was another one where it was again another violent anti-masker and it was this big dude and he was pushing up on this elderly woman screaming about his freedoms and all this other bullshit trying to rip the mask off of her face. No one did a fucking thing. Gang, if Uncle Bobby was there, it'd have a different ending. Right? You don't push up on a fucking woman like that. Go fuck yourself. And you sure as fuck don't put hands on her or threaten her. So again, please continue to try. And you're right. Like I said, I can't make you do something you're not prepared to do. But someone has to be the one to take the fucking risk. Lastly, but not leastly, the way we view and treat women, shut the fuck up. Again, a woman's worth, and we have demonstrated it, a woman's worth is simply what is between her legs. 
It's what can she give a man? Again, I told you in my last show, that tradition of Becky Johnson becoming Becky Richardson after she marries, it was based on an old-time tradition. He owns you now. You are now the property of Richardson. That's why we did it, right? Again, I know, I know, I know. It's the Old Testament. Shut the fuck up. It says it in the Old Testament, right? If you rape a woman, you have to pay for her because it is a break it, you buy it clause. Her worth is simply what is in between her legs and what goes in it and what comes out of it. Gang, that is the foundation if you ask Uncle Bobby. This is why Texas was able to do what it did. Women are property here. And the scary part, the scary part is that when Greg Abbott did this, it was met with feminine applause. Women saw what he did and they said, okay, we got to do better, gang. We got to do better. All right. The big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.